This is episode number 81 of Patrick Jones Baseball. On this episode, we have Jared Gaynor, who is the graduate assistant at Virginia Commonwealth University. Um, Jared actually has a strength conditioning um, book that just came out. Um, I actually lived with Jared over the summer and saw firsthand just the amount of work and research that he did to uh, put this thing together and he talks a little bit about how the program is in this episode and we also get into what his current job is at Virginia Commonwealth and what it's like to be a graduate assistant um, at a division one school so think uh, think overall it'll be a really good episode and I hope you guys enjoy so without further ado here is Jared Gaynor. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we have back again Jared Gaynor, who is the graduate assistant at Virginia Commonwealth University. Is did I did I name your title correct? You nailed it. That's perfect. What's up, man? How's everything been going down there um, in uh, in Virginia? Uh, it's going good. You know, um, this is my first time out in Virginia in four years. Um, I went to George Mason for my undergrad, uh, graduated four years ago, so this is my first time being back in the state of Virginia and. I'm really liking it so far, getting my feet wet and uh, kind of settling into the classroom again, um, being in grad school, uh, a little bit different than the undergrad, a little bit more focused into what I want to do and um, just enjoying that and then enjoying um, getting an opportunity to work at the Division One level. How many hours a week are you taking classes? Uh, it's not too bad. I have one class a day. Um, the classes are two and a half hours, so the classes aren't bad. It's the the, the, the extra stuff after that. I have a lot of uh, group project type stuff and papers and and all that that fun school stuff that you have to do. Are the aren't the classes easier? You know, I mean, some of them are. I don't know if easier is the right word because I feel like all we do is read and write in, the, in these classes, mm. um, which isn't bad. And you know, two of the, one of the classes is a coaching class, and the other one is a sports leadership class. So stuff like that, you know, it's you have to write and read a lot, but it's stuff that you're interested in, so it makes it a little bit easier. What's the what's it been like to what's it like to be a graduate assistant um, at a at a college at any level? Well, you know, so th- there's different grad programs. Like some some people, when they're a grad assistant, they're like an actual assistant coach. There's another one of the coaches. Um, the position that I'm in at VCU um, is I- I'm the director of baseball operations in my position. Um, so what that means for people that don't know is I, I'm doing a lot more stuff like in the office and a lot of, um, the video analysis type stuff. And we have a track man. So my job, one of my jobs is to run the track man and I'm the one that's going to be inputting data and, and analyzing all that for the coaches. Um, and then we also have another video uh, system called Dartfish, and it's similar to track man, except it doesn't do like the pitch FX and like the spin rate and the exit velocity and all that. It's more of a video analysis program. Um, so I do a lot of that type of stuff and then really just, you know, whatever the coaches need, I, I kind of, um, just, uh, do whatever they ask of me and go from there. So the track man, that's, that's, um, permanently at the stadium, right? And it does, it never leaves and it just, it, um, basically gauges and gets all the statistics for everything, practice games, all that stuff. Is that right? Yeah, exactly. So we're fortunate, you know, we don't have our own stadium, but we play at the Giants AA stadium, which is two minutes campus so that's why we have a track man it's already there for the double a team um so we're able to use that um and you know i, I haven't used it yet because we haven't started team practices yet we start next week so um i actually just started learning about it today 
Um, but stuff like that, like I'm kind of interested in, and it'll be fun to learn that side of things. Um, uh, so it'll be good just to kind of expand my knowledge a little bit when it comes to that stuff. Isn't that a golf uh, thing, TrackMan? Yeah, you know, the first time I heard about TrackMan was with golf. Um, I, I I like golf a lot, and you know, I've I've studied a little bit of that, and that like golf is so far ahead of. Oh, baseball. so far ahead. We talked about this before. Um, but, but yeah, track man, I, I'm pretty sure originated with golf. And I remember seeing guys at, you know, driving ranges, um, using track man. So it's, it's pretty cool to see that it's finally shifting to baseball. Um, and I'm just kind of anxious to learn all the different parts of it. Yeah. When I, when I'm actually, uh, I just Googled it after you brought it up. And if you just Google track man, like nothing about baseball pops up, it's all golf related. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's pretty interesting. So you're not allowed to do any of the co- any coaching or anything like that. So, I mean, wh- like, what do you do during practice? Um, so we, we haven't had team practice. We start next week, and um, like I, I still do some some stuff. Like I, I honestly, to be honest with you, I don't know what my full responsibilities are during practice. Um, but I know, like during bullpens and stuff, like when our pitchers are thrown, I'm going to be doing a lot of video stuff um and inputting that into our our software Darkfish, and um making it easy for our coaches to look at so i i i'm not 100 percent sure yet um like what every day is going to look like um but it's going to be geared towards stuff like that just assisting with with the coaches with the video type stuff and then during our scrimmages we're going to scrimmage uh two or three times a week and during that i'll be using the track man so i'll be sitting um in the booth doing that do you still one day – I know we talked about this over the summer a little bit when we were coaching together in Lima. Do you still want to be a, a head division one coach one day? And don't give me the politically correct answer either. Yeah, yeah I mean I, I've been thinking about this too. Like I, I really don't know what level I want to coach at. I, I want to be – I know for sure I want to be a head coach someday. Um, what level, I'm not sure. I think it can be easy to say I want to be a Division One head coach, just like a player says they want to be a Division One player, um, just because of that title and that just that, that name that it comes with it. But at the end of the day, um, I could be just as happy at a D2 or an NAI program coaching. So um, the, the main difference, I guess, would be the money. You know, if you're coaching at NAI school, um, you're not going to be making as much if you're a head coach at Division One, but um, you know I, I don't know. I, I really don't know. I, I I could see myself going either way, but of course the the goal or the dream would be to be coaching at a a major Division One school. So it, you definitely want to be in college baseball. Yeah, yeah. I you know I've thought about pro ball a little bit too. I think pro ball would be fun on the player development side, but I don't know if I'd really want to be like a pitching coach or anything or a manager in pro ball. Um, that, that, that just doesn't appeal to me as much because I feel like you don't really have as much freedom as you would at a college. Um, well, actually, I know you wouldn't have as much freedom as you would at a college, so I don't know if that would appeal to me. Um, but maybe something like in the player development side of things in pro ball. Yeah, that, that's that's interesting, though. Like, player development in professional baseball, I mean, is there really a ton of player development going on? In pro ball? Yeah. Uh, you know, I can't speak from like firsthand experience and, you know, an affiliated baller interacting with those guys, but I think it's, it's behind, but I, I feel like some organizations, you know, I think of the Astros or the Indians, um, the Dodgers, like teams like that, they're, they're being a little bit more active with it, which is cool to see. Um, but what that looks like, I'm not sure, you know, like I know the Indians, they allow some of their pitchers to use weighted balls and they have, 
you know, they're they're they have a little bit more freedom and they're a little bit more progressive than other teams. But you know, when you're when you're a college coach, you literally can do whatever you want. Like no one's telling you you can't do something with your team when it comes to player development. So I like that side of things of having that freedom. Are you giving any lessons while you're down there? You know, I was going to, um, but I my schedule is just packed full. Like I, I really don't know if I'll be able to consistently do it. But one thing I am doing is. Uh, I'm working camps with our volunteer assistant um, every once in a while. Like this week, I'm going to be going to Towson University. Um, there's like a high school showcase up there that I'm going to help work. Um, so it's stuff like that. <clears throat> uh, I'm going to travel around and just work some weekend camps when we have some off days. Yeah, that is that is interesting. The the volunteer role. Um, I don't. I think we talked about this over the summer, but I know our the are the um, the hitting coach at Xavier left to be a volunteer at Alabama. And so that's kind of the volunteer role is really expanding and you can kind of make a living, honestly, doing that if you're at a bigger school. Um, is it is it kind of like that down there or is it that mainly SEC? You know, I, I think it just depends on how good you are at it. I mean, what it comes down to when it comes to money is how how many people you get at your camps and how many camps you have and all of that. Like it, it takes a lot of effort, but. Um, like I, I look at our volunteer, I share an office with our volunteer assistant and he's constantly adding contacts. Like he, he has a huge database of thousands and thousands of kids that he emails about camps, um, and all that. So I I feel like the better you are with that, um, the more money you're going to make. Um, and then obviously at a bigger school, you know, the, it's easier to get kids to go to your camp because you're at an SEC school or an ACC school. Um, but, but yeah, like I've heard of, of SEC schools, I don't know if it was with you that we were talking about it, but I've heard of volunteers making seventy, eighty thousand. Yeah, yep, that's what I've heard too. So I don't think a school like VCU or like some of the mid majors, I don't think the volunteers can make that much, but I do think that they can make enough to you know to live for for a little bit, and you know you can treat it as a stepping stone to get to to where you want to go. Have you um have, have you been feeling pretty good? I know you had Tommy John surgery and you, you've been doing some rehab stuff. Um, you were doing it over the summer, but I know you're starting to throw a little bit now too. How's, uh, how's the arm doing? Oh, it's feeling great. So, um, people that follow me, um, they've seen me post a little bit about it and they've seen how I've talked about, I'm not taking the traditional approach of, you know, just doing the normal protocols of the throws with the baseball. I'm actually, I actually haven't even picked up a baseball yet. Um, I'm still just using the driveline plyo balls. Um, you don't have to use the driveline ones. You could use any ball. That's just what I use. Um, but, uh, I'm, I'm taking it very slow because I don't have a time constraint to, you know, to get back. I, I'm kind of using myself as a Guinea pig. Um, and I'm, I'm going slow with different constraint drills. Um, I started off with just doing reverse throws and, uh, now I'm progressing to pivot pickoffs. And for those that don't know what that is, um, it's, it's just a split stance, um, but you use your opposite foot forward. So if you're left-handed thrower like I am, your left foot's forward. Um, and all you're really doing is just doing the upper half rotation and throwing it into a wall. Um, I'm using a one-pound ball for that, and I've gradually progressed the intensity with that. Um, and then starting next week, I'm going to go to a different variation that's going to be a little bit more progressive and closer mimicking a throw. Um, so it's going well. Um, just a slow process, but it's feeling great and uh, kind of excited to see how this whole process goes. Are you still considering uh, coming back and playing next year? Um, I'm I I have the mindset that I'm not, um, but but it's it's hard, you know. Like I I feel like the back of my mind, like I can't shut off the idea of maybe. Um, but I, I'm doing all the rehab. I'm still working out um, on a regular basis and doing all the things I know I need to do. 
Um, but my focus is going to be on trying to find a coaching job. Um, it would it would take something pretty special for me to keep playing. Lincoln Salt Dogs again? No, probably not. No? No, it'd have to be more special than that. York Revolution. York, York, York it, Revolution. It'd have to be the Atlantic League again or, you know, or affiliated ball, which wouldn't happen unless I reproved myself in independent ball. Hey, you never know. You can come back throwing 95. Well, that's the thing. So that, that's the other thing. Like, if I come back and I'm throwing 88 to 90, I'm, I'm not going to play. But if I come back and I'm, and I'm much better than I was before, then I'd consider it. Just, you know, you just got to be honest with yourself. You know, the older you get. I mean, next summer I'll be 27. Um, and I feel like the older you get, the harder you got to throw and the better your stuff has to be. Yeah, it does kind of suck. It's a brutal business. Yeah, but it is what it is, and you know I'm I'm completely fine going full time into coaching, and I really enjoyed it. And like this past summer, I really enjoyed working with you and Matt Ferruto. And um, I just think coaching's fun, especially when you got a good coaching staff and guys you enjoy going to work with every day. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, one of the questions I was kind of curious is, do you guys screen players down there? Uh, you know, we our strength coach did. Our strength coach is awesome here. Um, he, he's really good. Um, the first week, they did a bunch of assessment stuff. They did a FMS assessment, um, which is a which is a functional movement screen. It's really good test of just testing uh, how, how your body moves, hips, T spine, um, your core stability, uh, shoulders. It, it just encompasses everything. Um, and our guys also do like a weekly weigh-in. Um, they have goals with nutritionists where they're trying to reach certain benchmarks this fall. Um, so the strength side of things in that is awesome. Um, the, I've been really impressed with our workouts. Like it is super high intensity. Um, everyone, like there, there's no wasted movement. Everyone knows what they're supposed to do. Um, and, and it goes at a very high pace and it's very energetic, which I think is huge. And uh, just the, the culture that you put in the weight room um, and I think I've said this before, but the coach you put in the weight room to me is just as important as you put it on the field. I think it has a big carryover. And, um, if you can have that culture where everyone's given everything they have in the weight room, it's going to carry over to the field. Oh, absolutely. And the weight room is so important. I mean, I see so many kids, you know, they, they'll send me DMS of what I'm doing wrong with my swing, what's wrong. And honestly, 90% of the time it's, they're not strong enough. Like that's, that's, I literally just want, I don't say that. And sometimes I do, sometimes I don't, but it's, I, you don't need to do anything except go lift because right now you're just, you have no bat speed. There's no power. There's nothing there. Um, and I think that's where, where, uh, it's a good, it's good to hear that you guys down there are, are really utilizing the weight room. I think that's something that high school kids need to really, really pound and work on because with all the metrics and exit velocity and this and that, um, you got to be strong. And I'm, I'm sure from a pitcher's perspective as well, um, you would know is you got to throw hard too. And I know Kyle Bodie and, and, you know, always says it online. Sometimes people rip him and things like that. But I mean, it's the truth. You, you do have to throw hard to get noticed these days. Yeah, for sure. Um, and yeah, like I, I had a conversation with one of our pitchers yesterday, actually, um, on our staff, we, he just stuck around after lifting and we just talked a little bit and, um, he's a low three quarter. He's actually, he, he drops down submarines sometimes. He kind of changes arm angles. And I guess he was the closer for VCU last year and had a great year. He had 16 saves and had a two something ERA. Um, and you know, it was a all conference player. 
but he was he only threw 85 86 and he said no teams were interested in him so now he's in his senior year and he's like I, what do i have to do to throw harder he's like i all i want to do is throw harder because obviously me just having good numbers isn't good enough for me to get drafted so he said i need to take it to the next level and get that velocity up so um and that that's the that's just how it is you know unless you're in a super good conference, you know, the SEC or ACC, um, you have to have good stuff. Just your numbers isn't going to get you by. Uh, obviously, there's exceptions, but um, the better your stuff is, um, they'll let the stats kind of um, go to the wayside a little bit at the college level. Yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that several times where I remember we'd face guys like we would always play Kentucky every year and their weekend guy would be struggling. So they would put a midweek, you know, and he would have bad numbers and things of that. And then I'd check back again in June and he was second round pick, you know, just because his stuff was just so good that even though his numbers weren't good and he was so raw, but they have to, you have to take a chance. And that's it's similar to hitting in a sense. I mean, you're not going to see if you're at a, a mid-major, if you hit 350, 340 with one home run or two home runs as an average defender. Yeah, you probably get drafted, but it's not going to it's probably me 20th round. Whereas if you hit 320 with 12 bombs, well, now you could be, you know, depending on how you're good your defense and, and your legs are, you could be top 10 round pick. So I mean, right. it, it is it's different and, and one of the things that I've actually been doing lately, um, speaking of screening, that's why I was kind of curious, is I, I've been doing the TPI stuff lately and, and, and going through all the, the screening process. And I'm actually um, flying out to Phoenix for the in-person training late. Or it's very early December, like December 3rd, 4th. But I've just doing all the online stuff, I've learned so much, you know, just going through the pelvic tilt test, the pelvic rotation test you know, pronation, supination, all that different stuff. It's you're able to really um, see all the deficiencies in, in, in people and understand like why so many kids when they swing at foot strike, you know, stand straight up and, you know, break that hip hinge posture because they're just, you know, they have deficiencies in their, in their, in their lower half or whatever it may be. And as is before, you know, just give them you know, a verbal cue of, of stay in the, the same posture, you know, that just doesn't work. So it's, I think it's definitely where the game is going is you have to have that, um, that body swing connection. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so are you getting uh, TPI certified right now or like what, what are you doing right now? Yeah, yeah, I am. So uh, I've already, I've already signed up for it and I have like, there's an online portion, which is, which is what I'm doing right now. And then, um, there's a two day in-person, um, part of it as well. And so I'm, I'll be going to the one in Phoenix um, just cause my brother lives out there and, and I'll be able to stay with him and I'm just going to hang out there for a week anyway. Um, and so I'll do that two day part as well, but it's, it's, you know, I've learned so much as is, and it's, um, it's like, like we were just talking about, I mean, golf is so much further ahead, um, than baseball. And what I've also started doing with all of my high school players that I work with, I work with about eight to 10 right now is, um, uh, you know, one of the facilities I'm at, I'm coached at Moeller high school, which is where I went in Cincinnati and um, not too many high schools have a hit tracks, but luck, we hit, we have a hit tracks at Moeller and we have the drive line, you know, overload bats, underload bats and the plyo balls and all that stuff. So what I'm doing is I take each hitter and I'll do video of them and we'll get them on the, the hit tracks. We'll get their, you know, um, uh, overall, you know, 
exit velocity for that day. And then I'll put the blast motion sensor on them all. I'll take the average for every single blast motion uh, metric and I'll put it down, put it in an Excel sheet. And then what I've just started doing is drag, I'll make a folder, um, a Google Drive folder for them. And then I'm going to put that, I'm just going to post it on Twitter and just keep it there. So if anyone, you know, is interested in getting recruited, you don't have to, you know, worry about the whole recruiting video and all that stuff i would just i'm just gonna do it for him just because i think it makes sense i think it uh, it's it's like accountability not just on my part but their part too because as you well know and uh, i know we talk about the radar gun and, and it's so true like you see people all the time well that you know looks like you're doing better looks like it's better well that you know that does it does it look like it's better i mean i i, I can only see so much so the yeah. numbers the numbers never lie and so that's why i like you know that's why i'm doing it that way and um hopefully it hopefully it works out and hopefully they improve no dude that that's awesome i i can't think of too many high schools that are probably doing what you're doing so you know that that's just to me like if you can collect the data and like you said like we don't have to guess anymore if we have access to the technology why not use it um it just it, it's it's baffling to me that People still want to just trust their eyes or trust what they see and and say, yeah, you know, you're you're doing the right thing. Just keep doing what you're doing. You'll be okay. It's kind of like coaches that always tell pitchers, oh, just just uh, just keep working on it. Keep keep growing into your body, and you'll throw harder. And it's like, really, am I gonna throw harder? Because you've been saying that to me for the last three or four years. I'm still throwing the same speed. So it's just the the fact that there's so many new things out there and they're not being used the way they could is just um it's just a, a tragedy to the players i feel i feel bad for hungry players to an extent um at certain places that um that that want to get better and they want to u- utilize the new tools um but they're not allowed to and um and i think it just comes back to to really doing your homework when you're looking at a school to go to really try to dive into what their player development looks like um, before you make any commitment. Yeah, I mean, you could not do anything. Like, I, you see that with instructors all the time. You could not do anything, take the parents' money, you know, give them some, some soft toss, nice, easy BP. They feel good when they leave. You feel good. They pay you the money, all that stuff. But the problem is is, is you're gonna, you'll reach a certain level if you, if you have, you know, um, the drive to one day work with, you know, major league players. That's not going to cut it. You have to have – um, you know, data to back up what you do, why you do it. Um, you see, that's kind of that's why driveline started to take off because they have facts behind what they do, and and you as well. You know, doing you know um, working so hard, um, doing all the data stuff. And I and I've told people this, uh, you know, over the summer is I felt like we had the um, out of any summer team in the country. I mean, nobody was doing um, all the the player development stuff that you put together. Um, for all the players, I mean, just, you know, all the workouts and stuff like that. And that's something that, you know, you're way ahead even, um, than me doing it in college and studying it. But, um, from a player development standpoint, I mean, it doesn't go unnoticed to the right people. You, you can fool the, the, the small people, you know, around, but to the big dogs in the industry, um, which, uh, which I'm sure, you know, we're both going after getting their attention. Um, you can't fool them. That's right. No, you can't. So I think we're both on the right track. And I just, I, I love uh, seeing the stuff you're posting on a daily basis on Twitter and Instagram. And it's just uh, it's cool to see um, someone like you who we, who I've worked with and just seeing you doing big things on on social media and really growing your brand. Yeah, I've been getting a little I've been getting a little burnt out on Instagram lately. I've been getting. Yeah, I, yeah a little bit. I haven't been posting as much. It's 
it's one of those things where I, I was doing a lot and I was, you know, I was growing pretty, but I, there's so much, the audience on Twitter, I think overall is, is I learn way more and there's way more just smart baseball people. And, um, it, I feel like their opinions, um, I would say are more valued than all these idiots on Instagram who just comment and just troll and, and, and say stupid stuff. Um, which I, you know, unfortunately get all the time. And, um, I don't know. I mean, maybe I do get some comments on Instagram that are, or, or some messages that are, are good. And I appreciate that, that the people are, are following, but it's, it is frustrating because it's one thing to, for me, for, if I post a video of myself and you rip me, but like when I put a video up of a 14 year old kid and a grown man's on there just ripping them to shreds and that kid is going to see the video. It's like, why, you know, why should I keep doing this? You know what I mean? Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. I, I never understood that either, either. You know, it's like, well, what are what good is it doing for you to call out some kid who's trying to get better and trying to work on his game? Um, and meanwhile, you're some guy that's just sitting behind a computer screen commenting on every little thing that you see um, on social media. It's uh, it's real easy for, for people to critique when it's online and through social media. So I'm actually on your uh, Instagram page right now. Um, for those listening, uh, Jared's is at GSP underscore training. Um, you actually are coming out with um, an ebook tomorrow, which this episode will be coming out Tuesday. So for those listening on Tuesday, this will be the previous Thursday. So we're going forward and back in time at the same time. Um, <laughs> Tell me a little bit about this book. I know you, I know all summer you were working really, really hard on this thing. Yeah, you know, I just I, I felt like there wasn't anything out there that was really cheap. Not, and when I say cheap, I mean something that you're not having to drop, you know, hundreds of dollars on to to get a good solid um, lifting program. So what this is is it's a 16 week um, off season lifting guide um, geared more towards high school age and up. Um, and I just, I really wanted to make something, um, that was easy for, for kids. Um, when I say kids, I mean, high schoolers, um, make it easy for them and college kids to understand. Um, and so I wrote, a, a 20 page ebook, uh, roughly 20 pages, um, just kind of explaining the program, the purpose of it, what we're trying to achieve through the program. Um, and then I have 16 weeks worth of workouts laid out all with different phases, um, and it's, it's really geared towards, um, the off season and really just trying to get stronger. Um, and like we talked about earlier, you know, with, with kids that struggle with hitting mechanics or pitching mechanics, you know, and they want to hit the ball harder, they want to throw harder. Um, a lot of times it comes down to just getting stronger, like we said. Um, and that, that's really what my goal is with this. I really wanted this to be for, um, someone that, that hasn't really experienced a solid lifting program or doesn't have a lot of experience with, um, you know, having a lot of structure when it comes to the weight room, um, this lays out everything for them. Um, and it, it doesn't involve any high tech equipment. You should be able to use it at any commercial gym. And I think it will really just help benefit, uh, those kids with, um, the 16 weeks to get them stronger and get them ready for their season. Over 150 videos on here. Yeah. Are you looking at my, yeah, very, very, I mean, that's, that's, that's impressive. And, and I think one of the one of the cool things and one of the things that I, I the reason why I think it's it's a it's a good deal and I'm not just saying that cuz you're a friend of mine but only $30 and the fact of the matter is is you know some of these these other companies or people who do um 
similar remote training stuff or just come out with ebooks and stuff like that. And this isn't I'm not I know ripping them or anything, but I mean they're they're really, you know, they they have really big followings. They you don't have access to them versus, you know, I know for a fact that you get back to people when they do have questions and it's not going to be 4 weeks later before they get a response and and that's huge. You know what I mean? That's huge having that support. Um, and things like that. So I think, I, I mean, I, I think it's, you know, it's a, it's a really good deal, honestly. Well, thanks. I appreciate that, Pat. And yeah, and back to being able to connect with the kids like that, that's what I want. Like I, I want them, if they have any questions with this, I want them to be able to ask me anything. And I, I try to keep myself within a 24 hour policy to where I'll respond to you within 24 hours of emailing me or messaging me on Facebook or not Facebook, um, Instagram or Twitter. Um, I just think it's important to, to get back to people, especially if they've invested in this and, you know, they're trying to get better and they've, they've made, they've made this commitment to doing my program. Um, I think I owe it to them to respond to them, um, quickly and to help them any way I can. So for those who, who are, who are interested in getting this, um, what would it, what would it entail? Like, what are the first, like, how do you go through the program? Is it, do you, um, is there like a questionnaire at first when you first like buy it or how do you know like what to do? So that's where so I when when they purchase it they'll get an email with everything laid out and a short little email from me um, and I I recommend that they start with reading the ebook because it's going to explain everything you need to know about it um, it's it's going to talk about the details of the program um, it's going to talk about you know what we're trying to achieve through it um, the equipment you need um, it's going to talk about how to read the program. So like everything is laid out in super set form. So you saw our workouts from the summer. I use the same template, um, where, you know, where there's soup, there's two exercises paired together. Um, and so I just explain how to read that, how to use that. Um, and then there's also going to be a page, um, or a document, um, that has every single exercise attached with a video. So it's really easy. You don't have to search on YouTube for, for how to perform the exercise. Um, so for instance, say you have um, front-loaded bar barbell Bulgarian split squat, and if you have no idea what that is, all you have to do is go to the database, scroll down, it's in alphabetical order, go to the, the exercise, and right next to it will be a video showing you how to do it. Um, so that's I tried to keep it, keep it as simple as I could, um, and because I know that, that that's a lot of the times people's gripes when they have programs is I've, I've purchased programs before and like some of them are really hard to read or like it doesn't make sense on how it's laid out or it's just I have to do a lot of work on my end of trying to find certain things. Um, so I wanted to keep it as simple as I could and make it as easy to understand for someone as young as 14 or 15 years old. And so there's actually nutrition and supplements um, on there as well. Um. Yeah, you know, I didn't dive super into it um, with the nutrition side of things. Um, I just kind of explained, you know, what what macros are and micros and uh, or macronutrients, micronutrients, and and kind of gave a, a brief little uh, general guide on if you're trying to lose weight, gain weight, um, what type of food you should be eating. And I give a sample um, a, a sample day meal that you would have or a sample day of what you'd eat all day. Um, so just little things like that. And then for supplements, I just give a list of um, recommended supplements. And when I say recommended. Um, if you're going to get supplements or if you're wanting to get a protein powder, um, I just have a couple things listed with links on uh, where to purchase them. Yeah, no, it's it, is it similar to kind of how you set up uh, your program over the summer, like with the, the sheets and stuff and the actual workouts, or is it different? Yes, yeah, so the sheets, like the templates of the sheets are identical. 
but obviously these workouts are going to be a little bit more thorough and and geared more towards off season. Like it was tough to do full on off season lifts because we were playing every single day, um, and that was only a two month time span. This is going to be four months worth of workouts. Um, so so the, the reason why I wanted to sell this right now is well number one. It took me till now to finish it, but number two, it also works out well to where if you start within the next couple of weeks, it should lead you perfectly into your season in the spring. Is it just for? Is it? It's for pitchers, right? Or is it for position players too? Oh, it's it's for position players too. Like because I'm a I'm a pitching coach, and I you know my page is all pitching stuff. People think it's just for pitchers, but it's absolutely for position players as well. Oh yeah, all of our position players over the summer. I mean, they they loved it. I mean, you. I'm not. I'm not saying that. Like, just to say that. I mean, people who listen to this podcast regularly. I only. I've only promoted one product so far, and that's Blast Motion. I mean, I've had other people reach out and you know interested, but fact of the matter is, I only promote products, which has only up to this point only been Blast Motion that I use and believe in. But this is definitely something that I w- I would hands down get um, as a player because, like I said, I just I saw it firsthand from a player development standpoint of of. Um, how just detailed it was over the summer and especially if it's even more detailed that's it's awesome man i mean it's um it's for only thirty dollars i've never seen anything that cheap for the for this type of stuff yeah and that the price was the the thing i struggle with trying to figure out um where to put it at because i don't want it to be something that's too expensive um for someone to get or to to not invest in so i i think thirty dollars is fair to where i'm not cutting myself too cheap um but at the same time um, I think it's at a good price to where someone um, should be willing to invest in that. Awesome, man. Well, um, what's what? Where where could they buy it? Is there uh, what's the actual? Well, I'll put the link on the show notes page on iTunes. But um, if someone is listening, maybe on Spotify or something like that, where should they go to buy it? Yeah. So um, on Instagram, on my Instagram and Twitter accounts, starting tomorrow morning, I'll have the link um, in my bio for both of them. Uh, but if you're just going to search online, um, you can go to my website, um, which is uh, gainerstrength-pitching.com. And uh, once you get to that page, um, it will be one of the tabs at the top um, labeled off-season ebook. Just click on that and um, scroll to the bottom and it'll have an option to buy it. And so your Instagram is at GSP underscore training. Is your Twitter the same handle? Yep, it's the same. Okay, it's the same. So link in bio for both of those. Um, when this episode comes out next, this or on Tuesday, it'll be th- this book will have already been released. Um, so make sure to, to hands down go over, grab that, go to Jared's profile, um, snag that up, and go get bigger, faster, stronger, and and um, go have a great year, everybody. So again, Jared, really appreciate you coming on today, and I'm um, glad everything's going well down in Virginia. Glad you know you're safe from the hurricane. Um, you said you guys had a tornado warning the other day. Yeah, yeah, unbelievable. Past couple of weeks, we had the hurricane stuff, which ended up not being bad where I'm at. Uh, but then a few days ago, we had a tornado right in Richmond. So it's been a, a little bit different experience than I'm used to being being from Arizona. So um, all good though. Everyone is safe, and um, hopefully, we can have some better weather. Yeah, yeah, you're not getting any hurricanes <laughs> in in Phoenix. Yeah, yeah that's for sure. <laughs> all right, man. Uh, take it easy, and uh, thanks for coming on. All right, man. Thanks, Pat.